Welcome to Inner Peace with Dr. Reese, a program that can help you become liberated in the modern world. Now, here's your host, Dr. Kevin W. Reese. Have you ever been in love? Welcome to episode number 80. Mm. It's time for our one-on-one talk, like we have every five episodes. Today, I want to detail the three types, the three kinds of love. I think it's important to understand, because you can walk through life understanding what's going on between you and someone else. Okay. Before I get there, I want to thank everyone that's been signing up to become a member of the private Inner Peace with Dr. Reese Patreon page. Your membership helps us build a budget so we can promote this podcast and so more ears can hear what's happening here. It keeps the podcast free. And in return, I give you plenty of bonuses. And, of course, you can reach out and talk. We can have conversations. So definitely check that out and consider becoming a member. All you have to do is download the Patreon app right to your phone and find Inner Peace with Dr. Reese. So what is love? That's the first question. Love is a universal force. It's divine. You can't see it. You can't hold it in your hand. A lot of people just throw the word love around like, oh, I love pizza. I love going to the zoo. I love you know, cars. Love is more complicated than that. We do have an energy field. You know, we've talked about it on the podcast many times. In ancient times, it's called the Buddha field. You know, science qualified it as the Taurus field. Because we're energy, we're made up of electricity. Our cells vibrate. And so when you get with someone who is highly enlightened, you can feel that if you're in the same room with them. And they automatically have a love for you, even if you don't even know who they are. But let's talk about normal society, normal normal circumstances. The first type of love is compassion love. Compassion love is when you feel a need to help another person or animal 
or animal, someone that's developed their compassion love, also wants to help animals. Doesn't want to step on the spider. Doesn't want to kill the fly. There's a compassion there. You can have compassion love not only for your partner, not only for your mother, not only for your best friend, but for your neighbor or even a stranger. If you start developing it, you can have compassion love for an absolute stranger. Every now and again, you'll see on the news or on a YouTube video, you'll hear a story about someone who saved a kid or something to that effect. And then they call the guy a hero, right? That's compassion love. That's love for your fellow being. It's something that a lot of parents feel for their children, especially when the child is young. There's a compassion there. If your teenage son comes home and he's devastated, he asked the girl to the prom and she said no. And he comes home and he's devastated. You feel that as a parent. You're like, oh. It's compassion. It's compassion. We need more compassion love. Social media, unfortunately, has put the magnifying glass on the lack of compassion love that we have. Because of the, the social popularity of memes and posters. I'm reminded five, six, whatever years ago when the rumor came out that Floyd Mayweather, the great all-time boxer, can't read. Now, I don't know if that's true or not. But that's what the memes were coming out. And still to this day, it's mentioned here and there. And I remember feeling great compassion. If somebody can't read, I don't think that is something to make fun of. Right? There's a compassion that we need to have. A bully lacks compassion. A lot of people do not like Donald Trump, they say he lacks compassion. And then when he got the COVID-19 virus, many people were saying, good, die, go. You get what you deserve type of thing, you know. There's a very strong lack of compassion. Those people lack compassion. Because it doesn't matter if the other person did something dastardly or they have a personality flaw. 
you still don't want your fellow human to suffer in any way. When you have compassion, love. Take a sip of my tea here. There's a lot of people out there that are shallow. Very shallow. They like to make fun of people. Sometimes not directly. Sometimes it's in a meme. Sometimes it's in a meme or a poster that's going viral on Instagram. And if you share that, then you are spreading that uncompassionate energy. Uncompassionate energy. Compassionate love is important if you want to be in a partnership. You want to get into a serious relationship. Because if you're all about, let's just say, sex, what happens if your partner all of a sudden can't have sex? Whether it's illness or a car accident or whatever, then what? Then what? You have to have compassion for your loved one. This is why I'm a firm advocate of not creating a serious relationship based around sex. There needs to be a compassion. We human beings, we are flawed. We are flawed. And we're supposed to be flawed. Our bodies are shaped differently. Some of us have more hair than others. <laughs> Speaking from a guy with a, you know, a hairy chest. <laughs> you know, I'm like a farm animal, you know. <laughs> but we, we have to. You know, there's an acceptance. You accept that other person for how they're shaped. How their body is. There's too much shallowness going around. With compassion comes great acceptance. You accept the person. You accept them for their living situation, their, their, their car, their body, their dramas and traumas that they're carrying with them, the pain that they have from their past, their pain body, which we talked about five episodes ago, right? The pain body. We have to accept each other's pain body, too. Let's move on to the second love, which is the one you're probably most familiar with, which is romantic love. Romantic love is typically a physical attraction. It's a physical attraction. The test for romantic love is if you want to kiss someone. If you want to kiss someone, you're probably very physically attracted to them. There's more to it. Romantic love is also, it's affection. It's holding hands. It's cuddling. It's, you know, a random voice note saying that you miss them or a song 
a song that makes you think of them and you're you're letting them know that you know back in the day we would make love mixtapes you remember those <laughs> here's my mixtape for you it's letting the other person know that you care and that you have a physical attraction towards them and you want to hold them they don't just kiss you. They put their hand on your face. They gently touch your face or caress the back of your neck while they kiss you. They stare into your eyes. They kiss you on your forehead to let you know that they care about you. This is romantic love. It can be very beautiful. It's not so much about sex as it is about affection. Sex can be evolved, of course, of course. But again, we have to be very careful with sex. Sex can be a very addicting thing. Just like pizza, just like ice cream. And there's different ways of sex. There's different ways of coitus, okay? There's the, 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 the rough, rugged, pornographic way, and then there's the gentle making love way. And then there's Tantra, which is a whole other level, which really includes the romance and the compassion. If somebody wants to get in your pants and just go at it, there's no romance there. You know, if you can't cuddle and have pillow talk after you have sex and be one with each other, then I don't see a point. I've talked about the orgasm on this podcast before, specifically on the episode, The Prison of Lust. And I'll do more episodes on the orgasm, or I'll, I'll give you videos in the Patreon page. I already did one where we talked about achieving orgasm through meditation. I'm going to keep stressing it until you understand. The orgasm is a doorway to the divine. Okay? And when a penis enters a vagina and there's a deep power to create another life that should be respected that should be very respected it hasn't been respected because we've 
quadrupled the population of human beings. <laughs> hey, there's seven and a half billion, I think, right now as we record this. And, you know, 20 years ago, there wasn't. So we're just multiplying like rabbits because people are addicted to sex. And, of course, they make mistakes with their birth control. And so, boom, it's bound to happen. It's bound to happen. But the fact that you have to put control on it tells you everything you need to know. How can you control something so beautiful do you know how many women have come to me in my career as a holistic doctor and are all messed up because of they're on the pill or they got one of those patches in them or whatever come on they're unhealthy and you're playing with your hormones, you're playing with your chemistry all because you want to have sex and not get pregnant. It's like wanting to eat pizza and ice cream and not get fat. People are actually willing to sacrifice their health to get a nut off. But if there was a focus on romance and tantra and massaging and eye contact and oral activities and the moving of the energy and having a softness a meditativeness that can be a game changer. And then you can start letting the orgasm be that doorway to the divine. Start making love. The third type of love is connection love or connective love. This is when your souls touch. I like to use the word heart light because I love that song by Neil Diamond. Turn on your heart light. Let it shine wherever you go. <laughs> so just imagine you have a heart light, a light coming out from your heart chakra and you meet someone and their heart light is shooting out and they connect and they just merge together and you become one now this doesn't have to be with just a romantic partner this can be with your best friend this can be with your mom with your dad, with your brothers and sisters. It's a connection. It's a connection. You can feel it because you, you want to talk to them. You want to share stuff. You want to tell them, hey, you wouldn't believe what happened to me when I was 12. Check this out. Or something happens to you in the day 
good or bad. You just want to tell them, hey, can you believe this happened? You want to share news with them about your life. It's a deep connection. It's beautiful. Beautiful. At the time, I recently, it recently happened to me twice. Once with a guy who I never even met him. Um, just, you know, we met in a Facebook group sharing uh, a common topic. And we started talking and we just connected and became friends. And we talk all the time now, probably two, three times a week. He tells me about, you know, his family. I tell him about my businesses. And we talk about all sorts of topics. And we obviously connected. We're companions. And go back to the companion episode on this podcast. Right? So... No romance needed. I remember when I met my best friend back in 2001. Same thing. We connected right away. We were both in the music business. We were both, you know, cocky Leos. <laughs> and we just connected. And, you know, we're still good money to this day. 20 years later. And then recently I, I met a woman who I connected with very deeply and yeah, we're like, we're like best friends <laughs> at, at the time of this recording. Yeah. And it's, if it's just a, a deep connection, it's a deep connection. It doesn't happen all the time it's rare knowing what these three types of loves are now you can sort of determine what you got going on with people in your life for example let's just say one of your parents your mother you know you may have compassion love for her but not connect connection love or you might have both. You see both. You see it in the sports world a lot. A lot of athletes that come from urban communities have a very deep relationship with their mom. And you can tell that there's compassion, love, and connection, love. They just love their mom so much. And mom loves them. And they're like friends. Like, you ever know someone that's just friends with their mom or friends with their dad? That it, it doesn't happen all the time. Some people just have a mom and dad and there's compassion love. Like you want the best for them. But you don't want to hang out with them necessarily. In connection love, you want to be with that person. You want to hang out with them. You want to talk to them. You want to spend time with them. Compassion love is different. Compassion love is you just you want the best for them very badly. 
You want them to be okay. And so everyone has a different type of love for their parents or their brothers and sisters. You might have a brother or a sister that, you know, you feel compassion towards, but you just don't have the connection with. You don't want to hang out with them. You don't feel a need to talk every day. You know? My mom is a twin. She talks to her sister like every day. That's her best friend. They are connected. If you're talking to somebody every day, especially someone that you don't live with, so now, if you want a really good relationship, let's call it a partnership, marriage, whatever, if you can get something with all three loves, you're in business. You got something that's sustainable. You have compassionate love towards them. You want the best for them. You want to protect them. Two, you have the romantic love for them. You want to kiss them. You want to hug them. You want to hold their hand. You want to surprise them with flowers. You want to just sweep them off their feet all the time. And and then third, the connection. You have that connection. You want to talk to them. You feel like they're familiar, like you've known them in a past life or something. Some people call it soulmates. So when you put all three together, boom, that's what you want. If you are married or you're in a long-term relationship right now, ask yourself, do you have all three loves in order with this person? It's a very significant analysis. Because a lot of people get married and they don't have all three and they're miserable. Maybe not miserable all the time. Maybe it comes in waves, but you know, there's moments when they're like, oh, why am I in this? And then even more so if they meet someone else. It's very easy to meet someone else these days with social media. So if you're married, you meet someone else. I mean, I've heard stories of guys or women cheating on their man emotionally, mentally. And they find themselves like a digital boyfriend or girlfriend, right? And they get a deep connection with them. Without the romance, then you're, you're friends. <laughs> Without the romantic love, your deep friends, your family. Now, there is a fourth love, and that's unconditional love. And that is so rare. It's like 1% of the population. And unconditional love is usually an enlightened, self-realized mystic. This is someone who will put their life down for the greater good. This is a 
Jesus the Christ or Gautama, the Buddha type of individual. A lot of people throw the word unconditional love around, but it's rare. People like to throw words around. Some people would even say dogs are unconditional. They're not. They're not. Watch closely. A dog is dependent on you, therefore has to depend on you. Stop feeding the dog and they will turn on you. You know, they'll eat you. <laughs> you know, one of my friends was a, a cop and... uh he did a wellness check one time. And when they busted down the door, the guy was half eaten by his dog. And he had died, a heart attack or whatever. And the dog, naturally, once it wasn't getting its food, was like, all right, well, it is what it is. I apologize for the nasty story, but that's how dogs are. I can't tell you how many times my, my dog has like stepped on my foot or, you know, banged into my knee or, you know, barking to disrupt. And it's like, dude, <laughs> have some respect, man. <laughs> but dogs just don't care. It's not the way they're wired. People... Uh, think it's unconditional because they'll come over and they'll cuddle with you and this and that. They're innocent. They're innocent. It's not necessarily unconditional. Same with little kids. Same with little kids. They're innocent. They're very innocent. But once that little ego comes into play, you know, two years old, right? Terrible twos, right? And you, the temp, you know, the temper tantrums and the this and the that. You know, I remember when I got my doctorate, I was telling my little cousin who was probably, I don't know, five maybe at the time, four or five. I'm like, yeah, I got my doctorate. I'm a doctor now, this, that, and the other. And he's like, okay. I'm like, it doesn't mean anything to you? He's like, I don't know. Huh? <laughs> He just didn't care. He just didn't care. And, you know, it's the same way with dogs. They just don't be caring. So unconditional love, there's a caring. And by the way, I love dogs and I love kids. They're great teachers, both of them. Unconditional love can happen between a mother and her child. Or a father and his child. Recently, there was a professional wrestler, um... Shad, S-H-A-D, I forgot his last name, Shad. He was uh, he was swimming in the ocean with his son, and they got stuck in an undertow. And by the time the boat got there to save them, he just, he lifted his son up with all the force he had left in him because they're exhausted, right? And he passed his son off to the boat guy, and they grabbed the kid, they put him in the boat, they turned around to get him, and he was gone. It's gone. Pulled, pulled from the undertow. Gone. Dead. They found his body a day later. Dead. Drowned. 
That's unconditional love. You put your body on the line. You put your life on the line for your child. But that's unconditional love for your child. Unconditional love as a whole is putting your life on the line for anybody. And that's where a spiritual master comes in. It's so hard to find. Or a really great activist. Mahatma Gandhi put himself on the line. <laughs> that guy. You want to read a book? Read his autobiography. That guy. He was beaten. He was jailed. He had everything. The, everything thrown at him. And he just kept trooping through with nonviolence, no violence, to free his country from Britain. But that could be, you can be look at that on the other spectrum too, at do-gooders. You got to watch out for do-gooders too, man. Especially in, in the era of social media. You know, people want to do good. And so they go and they do good and they capture it on video and they put it on their social media in order to get something going, get the likes, get the comments, blah, blah, blah. They're do-gooders. In other words, they're doing good with a condition attached. What did Jesus the Christ say? Truly, I say to you, they have received their reward. But when you give to the needy, do not let your left hand know what your right hand is doing so that your giving may be in secret and your father who sees in secret will reward you. Hmm. I hope that understanding the three types of love, really the four types of love, can help you walk through this world a little better and can help you figure out the relationships that you're in. You can think about your top five relationships right now, right? Your partner, your mom, your dad, your sister, your best friend, blah, blah, blah. And you can say, okay, which, what do I got going on here with them? Figure it out. I hope to talk to you inside the private Patreon page. Download the app. It's free. Just go to Patreon on your mobile app. Download it. Look for Inner Peace with Dr. Reese and check it out. See if you want to become a member. It's only $11.11. And for those that want to go higher, it's $33.33. For the 11.11 people, you know, it's the same thing as Netflix. So, you know, maybe you want to get rid of your Netflix because it's just distracting you from your inner work to find inner peace and become what I call a peace walker. Someone who walks around in peace and calmness and is unbothered and unshakable with just about anything that comes their way and can contain great compassion love for their fellow human and if you go even higher, your fellow animal. I appreciate you listening, and I just want to let you know that 
I love you. Thanks for listening to Inner Peace with Dr. Reese. If this episode opened your heart, feel free to share on social media and tell your loved ones. Also, be sure to subscribe so you never miss an episode. Until next time, may peace be with you.